Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Pete Sweeney. Pete Sweeney. Pete Sweeney. Pete Sweeney. Pete Sweeney. Pete Sweeney. Pete Sweeney, Pete Sweeney. It is that time in the week where we check in with our guy Pete Sweeney from Arrowhead Pride. He's presented by Mark Ferguson, the attorney that's been helping KC sports fans with all their legal needs since 1996. Integrity, results, that's Mark Ferguson. Pete Sweeney also, uh, not only is the editor-in-chief at Arrowhead Pride, he might be one of the most successful bettors in the last week in the Kansas City area. (laughs) Yep, it's been a it's been a fortunate you know ten or so days uh, when it comes to that that type of thing. But you can't you can't get ahead of yourself, right? I mean, it'll it'll come down eventually. Is as it we still going? Oh, uh, we're yeah, we're, we're keeping it oh, up. You know, okay, we're, try, we're trying to continue to 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 do what we can, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's an up and down game. So you got to remember no that doubt. the the downtrend will come. So <laughs> that's right. I'm still disappointed in Pete. He was supposed to come to the family in between game. Came last year. Yeah, he ditched me. I don't know. Is he some sort of emergency? Well, because or he's something? winning. He's 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 on. A he doesn't want to take he's his on, money. He's on a heater right now. You know, once Travis Kelsey did SNL, he was a little different. That, that's how I feel after my heater. You know, I can't be going to things like that anymore, Cody. I'm sorry. Why is it because we said f the Sweeney's? Is that it? <laughs> Just tell me the truth. That was one thing. That was one the time. Family, the ta- the, there there was a time. This is a real story where the Tap family, the entire Tap family, chanted f the Sweeney's, and they said the word. They said the word. That's the type. Yeah, of Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't show up anymore either. <laughs> I wouldn't show up anymore either. That was after they took like a grand off the table. Give us a break. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pete, that we can't actually talk about this game much this weekend because there's not that much to learn out of the actual right. opponent. But like when we look at what the rest of the league is going to do, I, I do think that what I saw against Cincinnati told me that at least when they're motivated. Like, Cincinnati properly motivated them, and then they went out and they pretty easily handled Cincinnati, even though it could have cost them the division. I feel like maybe the playoffs can still re-energize this team. Not this game. Not the game against the Chargers, but moving forward. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think there's anything momentum-wise to be gained from something that is uh, an event between Blaine Gabbard and Easton Stick. I mean, it doesn't matter. This game doesn't matter. It's the equivalent of a you know preseason game four, and I, I think the Chiefs will treat it as such. Uh, you know, you have Rasheed Rice and Isaiah Pacheco. They're in the injury report, and their their ailments have kind of led me to believe that they'll probably just sit out. You know, maybe if they were healthier, they would try to 
reach a thousand yards each. I know they're both within range, but there's no reason to to chase that. Uh, maybe a little bit of a different story from Travis Kelsey and, and Chris Jones, but uh, this is the type of game where the key is making sure that you reserve players who are going to be taking most of the snaps. Don't get hurt because we've seen injuries in the playoffs. Sometimes you need these guys, and so get through the game. You know, you try your best to put some some good. Uh, film out there for next year, uh, and you try to come out with a win. But regardless of what happens, it just simply does not matter at all. So the Chiefs should rest whoever is ailing. Much like a preseason game, you know, you're always looking for that that young piece maybe to be excited about going forward. And so Felix and Yudike Uzama figures to get a right. lot of playing time. But my, I just have no expectations still even in this game for him. Like if he doesn't do much in this game, I, I don't, it doesn't really change anything for, for me. How do you view or what do you expect from FAU? Yeah, I think, I think the story has gotten a little bit too much play. And like, sometimes I, I agree that things should have uh, more attention than others, but I, I think where Kansas city selected uh, Felix, uh, I think they wanted to take him in the second round. I mean, there were reports and kind of, you can kind of tell from press conferences and stuff that they might've been trying to trade out of the round kind of thought that they could get him in the second round. And so I know he was taken in the first with that, that final pick. But for me, I've always kind of looked at him as a, a second-round guy, which for me is a de- almost a developmental player, especially at that position. And I also think that Kansas City has some good players at that position that are veterans right now, and they have a good line. And so it afforded him the year to get stronger, you know, in an NFL lifting program to learn some tricks of the trade. And not a ton of snaps this year, but this will be actually a game where you could look at him and say, well, what have you been doing behind the scenes, right? And uh, I think you're in for a a good performance, much like the offensive side of the football. I think when you're in for more snaps and more playing time, you can get in a little bit of a rhythm. There's that battle with the opposing offensive linemen that I I think there's an edge to being able to be out in the field consistently. And I, I think he'll he'll have a, a, a strong game. And, you know, granted, I don't think one game will make or break him, but uh, it'll feel a lot better, you know, after a season kind of in the shadows, being able to to put some productive film out there and, and you build on that for 2024 when, we, you know, we kind of expect Chris Jones to move on and the Chiefs are, are going to need him to be a player. And so let's see, let's see what he's been doing all year. It also feels like, as Cody was mentioning, we were talking about Justin Ross. Like, this is the game where maybe Justin Ross gets a touchdown or has a strong performance and, uh, you know what the reaction's going to be when that happens, right? Yeah. Well, I think that, like, you know, we're saying the game doesn't matter, and that's true. But I think for these reserve guys who we're discussing, you could play yourself into, I think, contributor roles in the postseason. Like, I don't think Justin Ross can do anything to go out there uh, on, on Sunday, and then all of a sudden the Chiefs are going to change their entire game plan and, and feature him as, you know, with the snaps of Rasheed Rice. However, if he goes out there and, and performs, and let's say, you know, um, hypothetically here, in the red zone, they throw it up to him on a fade, and on a 50-50 ball, he comes down with it, then maybe you do see some plays drawn up in the postseason in the red zone for Justin Ross, kind of what we predicted for him in, in training camp. So I think if they're, you're looking for anything legitimate that can be gained from this game that'll mean something in the postseason, it's these guys playing for um, Andy Reid's eyebrows. Because Andy, if Andy Reid's eyebrows go up, and suddenly he says, okay, maybe we should be using this guy, then I, I think you could have a role in the postseason. And we saw last year in the championship season just how important role players were. I mean, Sky Moore had a tough year when it came to the returns, and he had that key return in, in the AFC title game, also the touchdown in the Super Bowl. 
same thing with Kadarius Tony, where you know, and not necessarily a wide receiver, but those returns were were big. I think there are roles to be earned, playoff roles to be earned on Sunday for some of these reserve guys. Pete, when you looked, listened to Matt Nagy and Andy Reid this week, did you get kind of the same sense I did, where I felt like they were in in, in a way admitting the complimentary football into this, like. Look, we want to be aggressive and we want to score a lot of points, but because of the defense, we're not going to go over the top on that department and cost ourselves a football game. I kind of felt like that's what Nagy was saying yesterday. Well, they've simplified things down. I mean, they've kind of admitted that. You know, that was kind of my takeaway from from hearing the, both of these guys. And we saw the production that the offense was able to have in doing so. And so I think they're going to continue in that fashion where, you know, it's a simplified version of the offense. It's not overcomplicating things. You have young players that are starting to come into their own in in advanced ways on their own. So like Rasheed Rice, you know, as we've kind of talked about that long touchdown, he kind of decided himself, I I see I have leverage on this play. I'm just going to go and go and and it worked out. And so I think, you know, it's putting more trust into the players. It's letting them go play and and use their athletic abilities. And I, I think that, you know, with Reed and, and Nagy, I, I think they're understanding, look, we don't need to score 35 points like we have in the past. We, you know, we probably just need to get around 24. And that's going to extend to the postseason. I, you know, it, <clears throat> and I think that's been fans' frustration this whole year is like, this isn't the offense we're used to. And that's 100% true. But it doesn't mean that they can't win key football games. It's just going to look a little different. It's going to be a little bit more boring. You know, no other way to say it. Running the football playing good defense, uh, being smart with possessions, using Tommy Townsend to, to flip the field. But, it, but in the end, you can win that way. I mean, that, that's what I think has been lost the entire year. I mean, you can, you can win that way. It hasn't been as fun, for sure. I mean, being the three seed is not as fun as being the number one seed. But, you know, once the dance starts, everyone's zero and zero. And so they can play that game and, and win their way to the Super Bowl. I don't disagree. And normally for all the comparisons we've made to, like, the Patriots dynasty, they won a lot of games in the playoffs that way, Pete. But they did one thing that the Chiefs aren't doing, that not give the ball away. Like, I right. mean, is there some way in which the like at this point, it's like, can they, they can't fix it. It's like kind of how they are. They have nine games of two or more turnovers to Pete in which they've not turned the ball over. How, how, how do they eliminate that part or half of it? You know, cause to me, if in any game, they don't turn the ball over 99% win rate, in my opinion. Yeah, I know. Like, and I think a lot of the times we'll ask the coaches, like, how do you improve turnovers? And they're just like befuddle. And I, I think sometimes we'll point to the coaches and say, well, you know, there's no accountability here. Like, I, I think the players are not trying to pop the football up and get intercepted. Like, I really think that, like, there shouldn't necessarily need to be a coaching point on that. It's like, high, it's the simple peewee lessons of high and tight, right? Don't catch with your body. Like, these are things that these guys have been hearing forever. It's been an unfortunate year when it comes to, to turnovers. And what I will say about the postseason, and, and I, I felt this way, you know, as we go here, is, sure, like, I think the Chiefs can come out of the AFC just like anybody they have way less margin for error because sure. of everything we're, we're talking about. And so, you know, even I was, I would, I was saying for weeks that I think they could get fought by the wild card, kind of have what they've been playing. But if that's the bills or the dolphins, it starts in the wild card. If they had turned the football over twice, they're going to lose. I mean, that, there's no other way to say it. And so that becomes uh, even more an emphasis here and now. And I don't think it's, it's anything then not the coaches, but the players just have to, not turn the football over. And like you've been learning how to not turn the football over since you started playing the game. And so that that's kind of how I feel. I mean, I, and now it's up to them, 
it's up to them, and they have to take care of the football. They're not going to do anything this year. Since you're rolling in the dough right now, I figured you're a perfect person to to ask this question to. I saw the Seattle sure. Seahawks rookie dinner <laughs> receipt went viral. It cost the rookies $22,000 for their rookie dinner last night. So what's the most expensive dinner you've bought? And uh, I guess are you planning on having a nice dinner this weekend with your girlfriend because, uh, again, you're rolling in the dough? Well, we, this is why I can't go to Cody's thing tonight. We rescheduled, uh, we would, for everyone that doesn't know, I won't, won't say the number, but we, I had a very big single game parlay. Very nice. So we're going to, very nice parlay. We're, we're going to the, the Capitol Grove tonight. Hey, to, to okay. So we have wow. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so if you, if you, uh, if you also have had a hit and, and you're out there tonight and uh, you want to have a chat about the Chiefs, don't, don't, be, don't be shy. Come on, come on up and say hey. Okay, well, that'll be a good tap then. That was that, burning a hole but, in your pocket. You were ready to go. Look, I don't want. Yeah, I'm not going to yeah. share his business. It's his his business to share. But he he can definitely take care of Capital Grill tonight, based okay. off of how how well he's done recently. That's no problem yeah, at all. It's it's been a it's been a nice stretch. Hopefully, we can kind of keep a little bit of that going. There you go. All right, Pete. Appreciate it, man. All right, take care, guys. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.